I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Hour three, good Monday morning. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN. And folks, Bet River Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a whole other level. Now you can combine same game parlays from different games to give you even more ways to make your perfect combo. In addition to that, Bet Rivers has added more and more same game parlays for college football matchups just in time for the biggest games of the season. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to explore all the new ways you could create your ideal combination. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1 800 Gambler. Indiana, 1 800 9 with it. Colorado, 1 800 522 4700. Michigan, 1 800 270 7117. Virginia, 1 888 532 3500. Iowa, call 1 800 Bets Off. Playable in New Jersey has played Sugar House Void where prohibited. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. Fired up for our next guest who knows my partner in crime quite well. It is the former head coach of the Washington football team and former offensive assistant for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's where I like to lead him. It is Jay Gruden. Jay, good morning. And uh, how much did this gentleman next to me, how big of a pain in the butt was he to you when you were an (laughs) offensive assistant there for your brother? He was tough to deal with. You know, he was really tough. He had all the answers. You know, the thing about Sean was he was actually smarter than me, which bothered me. You know, he, he, was, <laughs> uh, he was great, man. He was great. I loved his career at Tulane, and, uh, you know, he was, he was fun to play, fun to coach, fun to be around, and uh, a really solid quarterback in the NFL. Hey, I, I thought I was big time in Tampa. I mean, that's my city from St. Pete. I went to Orlando. And hung out with Jay Gruden, and he was like the unofficial mayor. And I knew I had not arrived quite as well <laughs> as Jay had arrived in the great city of Orlando. Yeah, right. <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> I did have some fun in Orlando and Tampa, my playing days and coaching days in Arena League, and we were pretty big time there for a while until it just came to a crashing halt, kind of like uh, my coaching career. <laughs> So, so Jay, let's jump right into it. I mean, COVID seemed to has ravaged, you know, the National Football League. A lot of unexpected guys testing positive. Like, in your opinion, what's the most difficult thing when the schedule gets adjusted? Like tonight's games, uh, Vikings and Bears, Raiders and Browns. What's the most difficult thing to deal with? Well, I think when it gets pushed back, it's not that big a deal, right? You just get more time to prepare and. 
Uh, you know, you just got to figure out how to utilize the time. And there's always things you can work on. There's always things uh, that you may have swept under the rug that you can bring back, you can work on. You can work on some more two-minute stuff in the game, end of half scenarios. Uh, there's a lot of things you can work on and utilize that time. Uh, hone in on your third down package. Hone in on your blitz pickup. Uh, hone in on your blitz package on defense, whatever you want to do. So uh, when you push the game back, now they're going to have to deal with the short week coming up if they play Tuesday. Uh, then have to play a game on Sunday. That's the tough part, you know, the team coming back this following week, how you get your team ready to play uh, from injury uh, and then getting them mentally ready to play as well. You know, Jay, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because he's talking about situational football, blitz pickup, third down package, understanding tendencies of the defense. Game management factors into this as well. And, Jay, it seems to be taking over the National Football League, this nasty, dirty word called analytics, where guys, in my opinion, are using as a crutch, kind of alleviating themselves of the responsibility of understanding the situation, uh, time in the game, who's playing, who's not playing. What's your opinion on analytics, and is it here to stay? I think it's going to be here to stay. It's going to be utilized by different teams. Uh, but I still think that there's like the, the thing called a gut feeling that you have to use as a coach. You know, the analytics don't take into account who your left guard is, who their defensive tackle is, uh, who your tight end is at the point of attack on third and one. Four. Hey, go for it on fourth and one. Well, how am I going to get the yard, Mr. Analytics? Am I going to run it for I mean, Who am I going to run behind? You know, I mean, uh, what's the win factor? What's the what's who's playing quarterback on the other side of the field? You know how good are they? Sometimes punting and backing a team up is a good thing. Uh, you'll get the ball back because the other team's not very good on offense. So there's a lot of things you have to take into account. But I still think uh, you can use the analytics as far as information. But at the end of the day, I still think it relies on your gut and what you think your offense or defense can and can't do. Uh, in that situation. Chatting with Jay Gruden, former NFL head coach, most recently the offensive coordinator for the Jaguars. And before we get into uh, a quarterback that you know quite well playing tonight, I I do just want to stick with that. You know, looking at what John Harbaugh decided to do. First drive of the game, you're around the three, three and a half yard line, fourth and goal. You don't take the points. You go for it, come away with nothing. And then you look at going for two, uh, down 31 to 30. That's now two times last three weeks, Jay, that they have gone for two, failed, and uh, and not gone to overtime. So what was your thoughts on, on what we saw from John Harbaugh yesterday and his decisions to be really ultra-aggressive going up against the Packers? Well, I think there's a couple things to look at. One, I think the longer you stretch out a game against Aaron Rodgers, probably the more chance you have to lose. Because right. <laughs> the more opportunities he has to get the ball in his hands, uh, he just, he's just so good right now. Uh, if he's not the MVP, I something's wrong. Uh, but... Uh, so that's part of it. Maybe he thought he's one in it there, but they still had 40 seconds ago. And I'm sure even if they would have got the two pointer, Aaron would have found a way to get a field goal range or something. You know, it's just crazy. But I, I respect the guts, and I respect. I think the players respect that to some degree. You know, hey, let's go for it. Let's go for it, coach. Uh, but the flip side of it is they got the best kicker in NFL history. You know what I mean? Sometimes taking those three points, getting that extra point, and, and uh, letting your team live to fight another day is a good thing. Having Huntley at quarterback. Uh, I was a little disappointed in a play call. It was a, it was a, a planned rollout, and it was just a one-man show, uh, you know, the tight end working the front pylon. Uh, I would like to have more options for the quarterback on that play for a two-point play. Uh, but the decision, you know, that, that's something Coach Harbaugh's got to live with. Um, I'm sure the players respect it, but it just didn't work out for them. They're still in a good situation. I think uh, had they been 6-7 and seven or something like that and they need to win to get in, I think he probably would have kicked it. But since they have a pretty good record right now, they're still in the playoff hunt. They're still in a good position. I think without Lamar Jackson going for two there with Huntley was probably the right call. I just didn't like to play. You know, Jay, as you look at the NFC, it's a a battle. Looks like it's going to go down to the wire for best record, ultimately home field throughout Tampa late in the egg last night, you know, on national television being held to zero points against the Saints. Arizona goes on the road, loses to Detroit. Dallas wins really have not looked impressive, at least offensively. Dak seems to be in some kind of lull. Based on what you've seen this year, give me your top two, three teams in the NFC right now. Well, typically when I look at teams, I always start at the quarterback position. And right now the Packers, I think their defense struggled a little bit as of late, but they played well. They're still in the top ten, I think, in a lot of categories. So if they can hold up defensively, they're going to get Jairi Alexander back. Uh, they're going to get uh, their big Kenny Clark back to defensive lineman, two of their best players on defense. And they have 
the man quarterback. And then you look at Tampa Bay still with Brady. If they get some of these receivers back, I don't know how serious Godwin is or how serious Evans is. Those are two major injuries, but if they get them back, obviously those are the top two teams in my mind. And then the Rams, you know, I think with the skill that they have across the board, and then with Aaron Donald on defense and Jalen Ramsey, they're two best defensive players in pro football. Uh, they're obviously a good chance. So those are my top three teams right now. And then Dallas, you mentioned Dallas. I think most important, most impressive thing about Dallas is their defense right now. Um, they can play uh, different coverages, but with Gregory and Lawrence and that rookie Parsons, I mean, these guys are pretty darn good on defense. And Coach Quinn has done a great job with them. And if they can hold up defensively, I still feel like Dak with C.D. Lamb and, and company and the good tight ends that they have, uh, they can still, and obviously Zeke Elliott, if he can get a little bit more healthy and Pollard, uh, they have a chance to make a run as well. Talking once again to Jay Gruden, former NFL head coach, uh, many years in Washington. It's funny. I can remember like yesterday, Sean, I was working in D.C. media uh, for, for a long time. I was doing the morning shift. I'm driving home and uh, Jay's press conference. This was August of 2015. Uh-huh. And uh, the reporter goes, uh, hey, coach, do you have any news? He goes, yeah, Kirk Cousins could be our starting quarterback. And everyone's mind is kind of exploded. Well, he's had himself quite the career. I know uh, some people get fired up. Uh, with Kirk Cousins, Jay, but uh, tonight he's on the road, primetime spot. You know, he's had some issues in primetime. Uh, how do you think Kirk and the Vikings fare tonight on the road against Chicago? They're a significant favor going into this one, around a touchdown favorite. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I mentioned those other four teams, but the two teams that I thought if they can get in would make a little bit of a run are San Fran and Minnesota. Minnesota's defense, if they can get their guys back, I know Barr missed some time, and uh, they, they, the defensive ends have missed some time, Hunter, and, and uh, obviously uh, the other one, Griffin, who's obviously out for a while. But uh, um, Kendricks, if he can play, defensively they have a chance to hold up. Offensively, I love Jefferson and, and Cousins and Dalvin Cook. I mean, they're pretty dangerous, and, and, and they, they can run the ball. Obviously, Justin Jefferson, to me, is one of the top receivers in the game, and Kirk, uh, if given time, can deliver the ball. Uh, accurately. I like Minnesota in the spot. I think uh, they're just too skilled right now for the Bears to compete. But you never know. Justin Fields can make some plays with his legs and, and run around a little bit if he's healthy. Uh, they can they can uh, hold up and uh, make the game close at home. Jay, we got about a minute left. Uh, let's move to Jacksonville, a place that you're familiar with. Chad Khan, by all accounts, is a great owner, good person. You know, just fired Urban Meyer. My question is not necessarily Urban specific, but Greatest coach in college football right now, Nick Saban, didn't work in the National Football League. What's the biggest hurdle for these high-end, very successful college coaches when they try and make this transition to the National Football League? Well, I think it's dealing with you know some of the losses and the inability to get all the players that you want. You know, be a free agency. You're not going to get everybody you want. You're not going to get everybody in the draft. You have to deal with the players that you have. And we were, I was at Jacksonville last year. We were one of 15 for a reason. Coach Malone's a good football coach. Uh, we didn't have the talent uh, on either side of the ball to really compete. Offensive line was okay, but you lose a couple guys. Obviously, the quarterback position, we went through three quarterbacks. They got uh, the number one pick in the draft. Uh, but the receiving core took a hit when they lost DJ. Uh, they have a lot of holes and areas of weakness and areas of concern uh, that they have to address. And it's going to take some time. They're going to take, they have to be very successful at draft. They're going to have to hit up some free agents and some of these young guys in their building have to grow up and become uh, good football players. So to me, it's, it's more about the players on the team right now than the coaches. Because uh, the players play, Sean. You know you know that. When the ball's kicked <laughs> off, yep. you guys, uh, the players got to make some plays. Then, we right? we got to hit a break. It is, uh, it is the follow I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. In Pocket is being presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out our daily specials posted at afternoon Eastern at BetRivers.com. So what do we have in Pocket? Well, we do a segment on the nightcap, which you can check out. 10 to 1 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific. Myself, Sean King, most weekdays, except when we're filling in for Mitch and Paul here on the morning show on the Follow the Money. Uh, but we have a segment called Bankroll, where it's not it's not cracking an atom here. We, we get a hypothetical 10,000 bu- or 1,000 bucks each week, and uh, we make plays. So I will start with mine uh, from the weekend. I actually feel bad for you two. Why? Because your two the two losses. It should have been a win. Same game. Marshall was up twenty to sixteen. It yeah. should have been a win. Yeah, it was win and cover. Yeah. So uh, I, I didn't, you know, I started the weekend right by taking a dog in UTEP and uh, good job, Miners. First bowl game in quite some time. Still haven't won a bowl game since I think the uh, the Lyndon Johnson era uh, administration. But they get the cover uh, against Fresno State. Jake Hayner starting didn't make me feel great, but uh, the Miners were able to hold on. We got some knees late, which. <laughs> Thank you very much there, Fresno State. Uh, so we got the 12 there. But, unfortunately, Marshall lay, letting me down. Up, going into the fourth quarter by five. And, ultimately, they lose 36-21. to 21. But we were able to get the Colts home. My final play, in bankroll, and another play that I have uh, personally in pocket uh, is Old Dominion uh, taking another dog. We'll see if it ultimately plays out. It was nine and a half on Friday, down to nine. Some spots getting down to eight. So we'll see how this ultimately closes. Uh, Old Dominion has never won a bowl game in program history. A young FBS program. They've only been to one bowl game. I think they went to the Bahamas Bowl a couple years ago with uh, Bobby Wilder. Coach. Uh, but give me the nine, nine and a half with uh, ODU. I'll ride the uh, the trends uh, with the dogs here. We'll get to trends and bowl season here uh, in just a little bit, Sean. But uh, that's what I got going today. I've got uh, Old Dominion. No plays yet on anything uh, around the league. I- I'm actually intrigued about the Josh Jacobs under. We talked about that earlier in the show, 58 and a half. So uh, there's what I have in pocket going ODU. Early game, 11.30 out here in Las Vegas, 12, 2.30 Eastern. Give me the points with the Monarchs. Now, I am the CEO of the Dog Pound. And I was walking around peacocking because Utah State, who I told everybody was my best bet of the early bowl games, won on the money line, which is how I said to play it. I said, you don't need the points. I love Blake Anderson. I love Logan Bonner, the quarterback. They had all the motivation. As fate would have it, Logan Bonner gets injured. But Cooper stepped in. He's actually the third-string quarterback that they elevated to play in that game, and he did a tremendous job. Made throw after throw under pressure against man coverage. Shout-out to the Aggies for making Big King look great. And listen, you couldn't tell me 
Sunday morning, went to church, saw my kids in a Christmas play. I was like, we must be on Broadway. The production quality was unbelievable. I strutted into my private cigar lounge, buccaneer from head to toe. I said, ain't no way Sean Paytonless New Orleans is coming to Ray J and doing a thing. And guess what? They played the game. And Tampa, <laughs> next point will be their first point. And it's hard to cover minus 11 if you don't score. And I don't want to hear about Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Leonard Fournette and all these guys being injured because the game wasn't headed in a cover minus 11 direction before all of the injuries. So I was wrong on that one. Who would have known that Taysom Hill, 32 out of 32 starting quarterbacks right now from a talent and ability standpoint, could go into Ray J and outduel the great Tom Brady in an offensive barn burner 9-0. to zero. So, yeah, I was wrong, but I think a lot of other people were wrong with that one too. And always when I like underdogs on the money line. I like to just put a little nice parlay together. And so I agree with Tim that I thought Marshall had the advantages and would win the New Orleans Bowl. And for a lot of the game, it looked like that's what was going to happen. But I think somebody forgot to tell Coach Huff, who was in his first year as a head coach there, first bowl game as a head coach, that the game's four quarters, dog, because they definitely didn't show up for the last half of the fourth. So because of that, I lose my parlay, I lose my buck bet, but here's the advantage of when Big King gives you a big dog to play on the money line. You can be wrong in some other places as long as you're right in that one spot. So we still came out a little ahead, but it wasn't the weekend that I expected. <laughs> and what do you got? You got you're going with uh, who on the money line tonight? I'm going Chicago Bears tonight on the money line. I like Justin Fields and the Bears who in the last 6 contests have Beating the Vikings five of those. So they're five and the five and one in the last six. Since 2001, Chicago is 16 and four versus Minnesota. And I get Kirk Cousins in prime time. Oh, absolutely. Give me some Bears money line. Give me some Bears money line. I'm ready to go. Justin is going to build on that 74 yard rushing performance. Jakeem Grant Sr. had a kickoff return for a touchdown. Uh, what's his name? Demer Bird led the team in reception. So they got some young, dynamic skill pieces. Don't give this Minnesota defense fits. I like the Bears tonight on the money line. All right. He will put uh, he'll put them in what he calls the the yellow tape when they uh, when they don't bring it home. Yeah, uh, tomorrow. there's some teams that get put in the yellow tape. You know, do not enter. You know, when the police want to rope off a section like something bad happened over there. I almost put the Bucks there, but not quite yet. I got to see that injury report, though, because seriously, moving forward, if Chris Godwin, who's really become Tom Brady's go-to guy, isn't available, and Mike Evans, which is the deep threat, the guy that can make contested catches down the field, that hamstring lingers. I mean, this could be tragic for Tampa's hopes of repeating as Super Bowl champion. Yeah, and uh, look, they went to Green Bay last year and won, uh, but there were no fans there, or however many. They were healthy. Like 5,000, you know. They do people. get Antonio Brown back next week, so yeah. that's a bright spot. Well, we'll see. I mean, in the Green Bay Packers, we've been waiting for Bakhtiari to return, Jair Alexander to return, and they're still figuring out ways without them, uh, and they get it done. They hold on for dear life. Uh, yesterday against the Baltimore Ravens. I ain't making Ravens. excuses. Bucks has got their butt beat last night. They well, sure offensively, did. they got beat. They got dominated. Um, that front of the Saints really gave Tampa issues, their offensive line. Defense played exceptional. They don't really get any. Every defense looks good against the Taysom Hill-led offense, but offensively, they were putrid. They were Swept bad. by the Saints. the Saints. And Tom Brady's five starts versus New Orleans. Since he's been in Tampa, he's thrown eight interceptions. Well, obviously, Sean Payton, Dennis Allen, that crew, they have figured something out. And I give Sean Payton the credit because they've had a couple different defensive coordinators, you know, since Brady got to Tampa. There's something that they know that gives Tom trouble. And so hopefully, for Tampa's sake, they don't catch New Orleans, who right now. Well, they beat them last year in the playoffs, so. Yeah, they beat them, but it was, whoo. It was oh. close. And Drew Brees was a noodle arm. By the there. way, New Orleans right now is the last wild card if the playoffs started today. So and what be- an amazing job by Sean Payton. No uh, Michael Thomas, no Jameis Winston. Alvin Kamara has missed time. Thought Trevor Simeon was the answer. He wasn't the answer. 
and yet they're still at 500 and control their own destiny. But Washington, I think, jumps them if they win today, uh, deal or Tuesday, excuse me. Uh, but they're you know massive favorite against uh, underdog against Philadelphia. We need uh, we need Washington to lose that game. Uh, Are you rooting against the place that you call home? <laughs> pulling for my pulling from my pockets. Facts. I made that. Come I on coined now. that phrase. Come on. Yeah, pulling why would I, why do I cheer for I that football it. team? All they've done is just been a nightmare. My you know the most life. disturbing thing for nightmare. me with Tampa's I can't get them right. I, I I play the Bills plus three and a half. Oh, that was and, and gross. take a brutal. Well, first of all, lucky to get to yeah, overtime. Then take a brutal beat, and then I go with them against the Saints. They lose outright. Don't score. It's like I just don't. From a betting standpoint, the team that's closest to my heart is farthest away from actually putting money in my pocket. And I would say the difference between, you know, you and me, you played for the Tampa Bay yeah, Buccaneers. Somebody tried to won attack me Super on Twitter Bowl. talking about we. I can't say we You anymore. can say we. Like, I'm not a I'm a look, I grew up in the town. It's not it's not my look, they're a disaster. Absolute yeah. disaster and uh, I need them to lose a couple more games so I can have my under eight and a half. Uh real quickly. Such a hate uh, uh, hey man. <laughs> Uh, real quickly, just to wrap things up, mentioned uh, we have a bowl game today. We'll have a bowl game every day this week. Uh, your early trends in uh, in bowl season, overs 7-1, and one, just getting pie, the uh, the closing number uh, in the UAB-BYU game. Or was that the one? There was one of them. Uh, Fresno State UTEP, I beg your pardon. And then underdogs, how about this? 6-2 and two ATS, 4-4 four and four straight up, Sean. They started 5-0 and oh, ATS. But ultimately, as we have discussed, good job, Thundering Herd. Well done. You got it done there. Uh, but uh, dogs have been covering four and four straight up. Middle Tennessee on the money line was a, was a nice hit for anyone out there. UAB, Utah State, of course, there. Uh, so one more bowl game tonight, or this afternoon, I should say, the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Let's go ODU. Get that cover. Cover, cover the nine. That's Sean. I'm Tim. Go to the professional ranks. We got two Monday night football games. We'll discuss those next right here on Follow the Money. Follow the Money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Sign up for a PlayCard debit MasterCard and get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit PlayCard.com today to apply. Subject to card activation and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Card issued by MetaBank. N.A. Member FDIC. Let's follow the money. No, no Mitch and Paul today. They're out this week. They're getting ready for Santa. They're wrapping presents. No, they're just they're preparing themselves for the big guy to slide down the chimney. So that's why we bring in Sean So King. I heard that Mitch and Paul are going to give us a nice gift card. Oh, yeah, it's somewhere nice to eat. You and your gifts. Yeah. Do you even buy your kids gifts? You're just like, give dad presents. Well, first of all, Santa Claus gets all the gifts for Christmas. Don't you be the Grinch over there. No, I mean, Santa yeah. only, I mean, I, I Santa still, stops on my house. He stops at my yeah, house, I too. leave cookies and milk right on the, the counter. Got gingerbread cookies right, ready waiting for him. Yep. Oh, yeah. You better watch out. You better not. Yeah. You sing that? I have little kids, so, yeah. Kids four. You have one. I have one. Yeah, and he's really smart. So he's probably figured it out already. <laughs> figured out what? That Santa's coming? Yeah. December 25th? Yeah, absolutely. Santa's named Tim. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> don't you speak that into any. Never, you never know who's watching or listening, you know? You're right. We, we encourage all ages to watch this sports gambling program here on uh, on VEASAN and on our many fine affiliates across <laughs> this country. It's just a great week, man. And I tell you man. what, here in Las Vegas, it's I'm tra- actually fired up, man. Football Feels like- every day this week. Yep. Like, I went through withdrawal. Like that like initial college football season ends. Like even the the championship game Saturday is kind of like ah, a couple games, but I don't have options and then like when bowl season really kicks in and you've got football Every day, it's like, let me really savor this because when it's over, there's a stretch there now, and you really got to get into some other sports, which we will, but there's still nothing like football. Two games tonight and a bowl game, uh, but uh, two games in the NFL. We'll start with the early game. Cleveland taking on Las Vegas, still waiting 
uh, for more news to come out regarding the COVID list. But, you know, as as I think a lot of our viewers and listeners know, this thing is at three for a reason. Mm-hmm. There's the anticipation that more and more players are going to come off this COVID list. And I would be surprised if Nick Mullins is taking snaps tonight as the starter. I'm actually hoping in this case, Keenan, I'll feel better with my play. Now, did you get in early when this thing was? No, I waited. There's no way I was betting early this weekend. It's just too many moving parts, too many unknown pieces. Would they be available? Would they not be available? And I'm not really an early week better anyway. I know we're going to get into the opening lines for week 16. I think right now you can't be, though. Yeah. And that's the crazy thing. I mean, you know, here on VEASAN, you know, JVT and humans give you opening lines every Sunday night. It's a great show, and they do a great job, uh, especially like in college and, you know, early on in the year trying to get it before the market turns. But right now in the NFL, it's a wait-and-see game. With, with everything going on in this past week that just unfolded, it's really challenging to try to get ahead of the number because, look, if you, you know, if you might have had bets voided, uh, if you had, you know, Philadelphia or Washington or, you know, a game that you love, you know, last Monday night, we were sitting here on the nightcap watching the Rams take on the Cardinals. Uh, Some on this desk had the Rams, you know, in a good spot, you know, a little stinky right. line. What was my favorite play? But you love Seattle. That's right. And then the COVID situations happened to both sides. And I, we still haven't got a confirmation whether or not. Tyler Lockett is playing. I think he's still on the COVID list. Yeah. So that's tomorrow. Is and Tyler Higby going to play? I mean, and those games are tomorrow, but it's just yeah, still a lot up in the air. I think Alex Collins was on the list. He was. It was yeah. Lockett and Collins for Seattle. And I think Seattle, if I'm not mistaken, just had a outbreak yesterday. So there were like four or five other guys that, that potentially could be on the list. So I thought it was a great spot It's, it's honestly Seattle money line. But, again, as a former player – it's why I very rarely bet early. And I know a lot of people that just play the numbers, you know, take advantage of opportunities early in the week. But I know that a lot happens between the end of one game to the start of another game. So I just choose to wait even when there aren't COVID issues. So uh, Seattle had six players uh, placed on the COVID list yesterday. That includes starting corner DJ Reed, yeah. starting right tackle Brandon Shell. Uh, as you mentioned, Tyler Lockett and Alex Collins were both placed on the list on Thursday. So, you know, hopefully, uh, if you're a Seattle backer, uh, the chance of them coming off the list is is possible. Jalen Ramsey has been cleared, so that's a big addition there for uh, for the Rams to get him back um, as he was out last Monday night. So, it, it, it's you know, right now. I believe the list is at 23 for the Rams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Von Miller. You mentioned Tyler Higby, who was on and off and, and back now on. back on. Yeah. They said Jalen Ramsey's probably going to play. Yeah, Ramsey should be good. He yeah. should be good to go. So, you know, it, it, it's really tricky. And, you know, once again, vcin.com, we've got our COVID, you know, tracker there. Uh, so so try to get the latest information. But the show is called Follow the Money. Yeah. So if you're just checking in, my two plays tonight are Browns minus three points and Chicago Bears money line. I don't think you need, what is it, six and a half? Six you and a half. You can take the plus six and a half. I think that gives you some cushion. But I myself will have Justin Fields and the fighting Mac Nagy's on the money line to win outright versus the Minnesota Vikings. Such a hater on Kirk Cousins. man. Such a hater. Mm-hmm. Betting against him, not really hating on him. What difference? Betting on Matt Nagy. Right. Good luck. I know. Best of luck there with you. Five and one. Last six games versus the Vikings. Yeah. So, uh, so that line right now, yeah, six and a half, pretty much painted uh, across across uh, the market. You can find if you look around. Uh, there was a seven at DraftKings earlier this morning. That is gone. Uh, it's down to six and a half, juiced to the Vikings minus one fifteen. So I'd be curious to see how the market shifts here uh, as we get closer and closer to game time. The total keeps going down though. Uh, it's uh, forty four and a half at our friends at South Point, forty six here at Circa, and then you look at. Vegas and Cleveland, uh, Cleveland lay in the three, as, as Sean mentioned, and uh, a total of 42, 41 and a half, depending on where you look. Um, yeah, I, you know, with the Raiders, man, they are, they're really struggling right now. Uh, they're one and five in their last six, one and five against the spread in their last six. Um, they're not a extremely talented team when fully healthy. And with all the injuries, 
that they've incurred, they're below average now just from a player talent standpoint. And it's, it's, it stinks because Rich Passaccia is someone that, you know, I know very well. He was a, a coach with us in Tampa, so deserving of this opportunity, but he has not gotten a fair shake from a player talent ability standpoint. And going on the road, a game that's been rescheduled, the owner, Mark Davis, is justifiably frustrated because it's really put the Raiders in an unenviable position, not necessarily just this week, but the following week as well, where they now have a short turnaround. I just don't see where the motivation comes against a Cleveland team that knows they still have a chance to win their division. So I just think all the arrows, in my opinion, are pointing towards Cleveland and the majority of the guys on the COVID list playing. I think they're the much better team. I think they're playing with much more conviction and passion, and I think they cover pretty easily, even if it's Case Keenum, who I don't think is a drop-off from Baker Mayfield. You know, you mentioned Derek Carr and this defense getting after him, um, and we've seen some highs of Derek Carr. I mean, hell, think about early on in the season, that comeback against the Ravens. Uh, there, were a couple, there were a couple moments where people were even discussing, you know, long-shot MVP. Now, now that I put, is... I put Derek Carr in the yellow tape. Well, my question to you, Sean, is... He is so, and I would be too if I were a quarterback, reliant on Darren Waller, but Waller's out again. Just how big of a hit is that for Derek Carr's success when he doesn't have that safety net 83 out there? Well, not only does he not have Darren Waller, they don't have a consistent running game to lean on. And yeah, Josh Jacobs, once again, the, the over-under tonight uh, is like 58 and a half, 59. He's gone over that number twice this right. year. That's Can- it. That is, I mean, that is... For a guy that I really, you know, I had rookie of the year futures on him, and then he gets hurt at the end of the season. Kyler Murray steals it away. Ridiculous. But I've been surprised at, you know, the ineffectiveness this year. You know, adding to the fact that Kenyon Drake, a guy that I like because his versatility is now out as well, they're going to key on Hunter Renfro. And I think he had, what, 13 catches he last was, week? He was tremendous last week. But it week. didn't result in manifesting a lot of points. So I just think this Raiders team is going to really struggle down the stretch. It's unfortunate. Big fan of Rich Passaccia. But, you know, sometimes that's just how the cookie crumbles. But uh, um, if you if you want to wager on Cleveland tonight, I love Cleveland to cover the minus three. Yeah, out Darren Waller, Denzel Perriman, and Mullen, Trayvon and Perriman's Mullen. huge. That's the leading tackler on defense. Yeah, so they're missing. They're missing a lot. Obviously, the Bears, are, the Browns are as well. Uh, but we should be getting more news uh, as the day goes on about who's coming off the COVID-19 list, those extra days should potentially help them. But, you know, Baker Mayfield, Case Keenum, uh, Kareem Hunt added to that list. So uh, just keep an eye on who pops. And if you believe ultimately that someone's going to come off, might want to get in now because that number's going to go up. Remember, it opened around 5, 5.5 in favor of the Browns. That's Sean. I'm Tim. We wrap things up here on Follow the Money next right here on VC. 
Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now my hometown, Washington, D.C. My guy Frank Hanrahan holding it down. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, sliding into my DMs was. Our good friend Will Hill this morning. Okay. Appreciate the kind words. He's been crushing it on the New York City cast. So uh, one of the many city casts out there. Got to give a shout out to Danielle Alvari, LA City cast. Uh, so a lot of great insight. Danny Burke, don't want to leave him out. Chicago, uh, I'm sure I'm leaving out someone. So my apologies uh, already out there. But uh, yeah, they're, they're a great listen. Uh, if you want a little more in-depth knowledge on a particular team, look, you know, we got Philadelphia. They're playing tomorrow night. We got D.C. They're playing tomorrow night. So might as well uh, get in when the getting's good uh, when it comes to these city casts. That is Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Sean's in, what, Monday through Thursday? Yep. Doing the morning slot. I will be back on Friday. Uh, I'll be back tonight, nightcap. Uh, me and Scott Seidenberg while Big Dog gets his sleep. I'll be. I might still be rolling. Yeah. I'm going to go have a little crap session after this. Are you? 7 a.m. crap session. Yeah, maybe I can go 7 to 7. You get like a breakfast sandwich and huh. uh, some coffee? Big dogs don't need to eat. I don't even know what that means. We exist on adrenaline. Big dogs don't <laughs> need to eat. Oh, man. I, I do. I, I hope to, you know, I guess you're you're in tomorrow, so I won't be. But I, I really would love to see, you know, you roll in and Sean's out there on the craps table. Still like, going, that, same clothes. Yeah. Chips like Sean, did you, go, did you go home? No, no, we're just rolling here. We're on a heater. So. They made me change dice like three times. <laughs> but Sean and Stormy will have you for the next couple of days, and then I'll be back on Christmas Eve. Shout out to my little Stormy. sis, Stormy. I'm excited. Stormy's the best. Yeah, man. three days. We get to rock and roll. She's a hustler, man. Yeah, she man. She was down in New Mexico this weekend doing a great job on the uh, New Mexico broadcast, uh, New Mexico Bowl. Uh, thank you for getting me the cover, Stormy. I think it was all her. Uh, she got into uh, you know the Fresno State coach's ears and said, "Hey, take a knee. Uh, we got some people who took the points in this, so I give her all the credit there." But no, she's uh, she's gonna be all over your TV dial. Uh, I think she's got the the bowl down in Phoenix. Uh, then I think she's doing a bowl. I think the Outback Bowl uh, on New Year's Day in Tampa. And then she's doing the national title. Yeah, that's always a good North one. Dakota State against uh, Montana, Montana State. And your guy, guy Chris came up short. Uh So. There you go. There's uh, there's Stormy's late breakdown. Not, not, not that she needs it. But they'll be back tomorrow, uh, and uh, we will get to all of that. So uh, let's just take a look at uh, early look at some of the uh, the lines that were posted late last night um, for week number 16. And once again, uh, normally this isn't a cop-out. I feel like, Sean, the way, the way that we're going right now with the COVID situations, just be cautious. Right. Be a little cautious here. <laughs> Uh, because, you know, and still, once again, we have the week, you know, 16 lines up, still four games to be played, obviously, in week 15, two today, two tomorrow, and uh, Washington is getting a little healthier uh, off that COVID list, so that number had, like, ballooned up to, like, eight or nine, it's down to six, six and a half, uh, the Rams now looking at seven, but week 16, uh, is this a bounce-back spot for your Buccaneers? I don't think you can... Laying 14 against the Panthers. I don't think you can trust the Buccaneers until you figure out the injury situation. Because Mike Evans has a hamstring. You never know how long those are going to be out. Uh, the early reports were Chris Godwin did not have any tears, but there were some strains you know, from a ligament standpoint. And Leonard Fournette, I haven't seen an update yet. So, you know, they need all of their components. They do get Antonio Brown back, so they'll have him and Gronk unless something happens. But... I, I wouldn't touch that game. The game that jumps out to me mm -hmm. when I look at this is Jets minus one. 
Trust me, if the Jaguars couldn't win at home versus the Texans <laughs> in the beautiful warm weather of Jacksonville, Florida, there's no way they're getting off a plane at JFK and going over and beat the Jets. So I like the Jets in, in that game. Also Thursday What did I tell you about betting bad teams? Yeah, I know. Two bad teams. One bad, one terrible. <laughs> I do like the Niners laying the three points at Tennessee. I, think I just don't think Tennessee is that good a team until they get all their pieces back. And Julio went out of the Steelers game. A.J. Brown missed it. Derrick Henry missed it. So I think it's a good time to fade the Titans before they get healthy. Yeah, I think that's going to be a pretty uh, popular uh, situation there for public betters. We've seen uh, that number, you know, open last night in town around three, getting up to three and a half. And, you know, you mentioned the Jets. Uh, you might want to get that now before it balloons to north to over three. Here, at we, as we sit uh, at Circa, it is minus two and a half juiced to minus 120. So that means we are getting real close to getting a three. So if you're with Sean on the Jets and fading the Jaguars, uh, you might want to get in now because that thing is, it seems, heading towards three mm-hmm. uh, there. Um, it's hard to handicap, you know, Christmas, but Green Bay right now laying seven and a half against Cleveland. Is that too many going up against a Cleveland? Look, strong defensive team. I'll tell you what, right now, every teaser is starting with Green Bay. Every teaser is starting with Green Bay. That'll be an low total. You can push it down to one and a half. I'm not saying I'm doing it, but that'll yeah. be a very, very popular teaser leg. But I feel like that's a lot of points to be laying, even though going against Green Bay up until yesterday, uh, they were, you know, 11 and two ATS, and now they're 11 and three ATS. See, to me, this game revolves around the health of the Cleveland offensive line. If they can get those guys back, I actually like them to have a chance to win this game in the fourth quarter because Cleveland's set up to hand the ball to Nick Chubb, and I know uh, Kareem Hunt's out, but Dearness Johnson's uh, more than capable fill-in, and then rush the quarterback on the other side. I mean, Miles Garrett and crew get a chance to get after Aaron Rodgers, and Nick Chubb and that offensive line, if they're healthy and all available, can control the clock. So my initial thought process without knowing completely who all Cleveland will have available would be to take the dog in that with the points. Yeah, I would look that way. And also Christmas night, got Indianapolis taking on Arizona. I'm just telling you. I'm taking Arizona. Whoever's alive (laughs) in Circus Survivor, even if you had all four of these teams. Good luck. I mean, Green Bay is probably the only bet here where you feel like you got to play Green Bay if you have it. Comfortable. How many people do you have the Matrix in front of you? I don't have the even Matrix have in front Green of me, Bay left in Circus Survivor. It's not that many. Yeah, there's only what 16 left. Yeah, and there could be 15 if the Vikings lose tonight, which they're going to. Chicago uh, Bears money line. But you What's know, my money, honey. Shake it out, shake it out, shake it out. That's what the song I want you to sing when you walk to the window tomorrow or tonight and cash your Bears money line ticket. Loose my money, honey. Just tell the cashier that right. as you handle the ticket. And you're, she's going to open the door, reach you're, in. You're banking on a Matt Nagy-led team to win on Monday Night Football? I mean, it's not like Mike Zimmer is Newt Rockney or True. anything. I mean, come on. Shout out and I'm name. going against Kirk Cousins in primetime. That generally works in favor of the opposing team. Generally. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Nine and seventeen. Let's go, Justin Fields. Let's go in prime time. Sixteen and four is the Bears' record versus the Vikings since two thousand and one. Five and one in the last six games versus the Vikings. As Aaron Rodgers would say, they own them. So, real quickly though, going back to uh, Christmas Day. So l- let's just break this down, right? Indianapolis just beat New England, right? In prime time, Arizona just lost by 18 to the Detroit Lions, and they're a favorite here? Trendy, I I can tell you right now, that dog, that'll be... uh, If I had to play it, I'd be be all over the Cardinals. First of all, Carson Wentz is the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, the only reason he didn't throw five interceptions on Saturday evening versus the uh, Patriots because they couldn't catch because he tried to. Hey, folks, don't forget, VEASAN has programming like this fine program all day long, every single day, including right after us. It's a numbers game with Gil Alexander. He will be joined by South Point Sports Director Chris Andrews, and the two of them will try 
to guess the upcoming NFL lines for the week. That's a numbers game. It's coming up next right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Head to VSIN.com to learn more about what we do here and all the places you can watch us now as that list just keeps on growing. Different places you can listen, watch. Sean's going to be hanging out all week. All right, so quickly, we got three games today. We'll wrap Mm -hmm. it up uh, rapid fire here. We know where you are. Chicago, at this moment in time, six and a half point home dog. You are on the money line. Money line on Chicago, minus three with the Browns in the earlier NFL game. Don't have a strong opinion in Tulsa Old Dominion, but I will say Tulsa's a pretty good team. Five and two down the stretch. You know who went five and oh down the stretch? They did against different competition. True. Uh, they also lost the Navy. Uh, and Old Dominion. Catching north of a touchdown, I'm going to play the dog here. I'm not going to bet it, so good luck. So uh, hopefully the Monarchs can uh, can keep those good vibes rolling and uh, keep it close down there in Myrtle Beach. So my one play, I'll take the points with Old Dominion. Sean is on the Browns. He's on the Vi- uh, on the Bears' money line. Uh, so we Don't will see. Money, money. Shake it out, shake it out, shake it out. That's I'll re- the song. I will remind Stormy when the Vikings win by 15. <laughs> that he had the Bears on the money line. All right, a numbers game is coming up next. This has been Follow the Money here on Visa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a and e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER we are the voice of nascar the green flag is in the air and we are underway the great american race the motor racing network nascar cup xfinity and craftsman truck series racing live on your hometown radio station and mrn or nascar.com martinsville talladega the chicago street course we have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win photo finishes ryan blaney will win the voice of nascar the motor racing network work.